Oh, backwards because he's supposed to. You know what I mean? It was um, Joseph who taught all the Egyptian senators wisdom. You understand that? That means all the systems of this world learned all their wisdom from Israelites. And then, of course, with that learning over time, they polluted and stuff. So what we, we, we're here to make sure, and this, you know, we are witness for Jesus that he's the king, his laws and his commandments still apply. And so we're a testimony against the world. You understand what I mean? We're a testimony against the world because God can take a bunch of unclean people like us, a bunch of misfits, amen, amen. and not because we're perfect already, but we're going on to perfection. And this is an opportunity for us to live our lives and, and to be perfected as we go. You know, a lot of people may say, well, y'all think y'all perfect. No, no, we're, we're working on being perfect. We're going on to perfection. It's better, it's the better to work to be perfect than to sit there and, and squalor and mire and waller and mire and, and never do nothing about it. Hallelujah. But we bless the Father because of another year that he has allowed us to make it to this Passover. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is called the Passover. So the Passover is, is not in just yet. We're going to wash feet before we get, uh, get in uh, to the actual Passover itself. And then we're going to uh, uh, lay hands on Brother Doug and ordain him an elder. An elder. Um, that's because he, you know, what it, all the things he does is past the calling of what you would call a deacon. You know what I mean? Because he's strong in word. Strong in word. Um, got the anointing, able to heal. And, of course, you know, a lot of folks out there, the elders ain't worth two dead flies. They can't heal nothing. They can't do nothing. You understand what I mean? And, of course, Jesus has been merciful to all of us. You know, he gives us his word. He gives us his power by the oh, the Holy Spirit. Um, he makes continue, um, what's that word? Mediation. He mediates and makes intercession between us and the Father continually. And the one thing we all have to understand is that God is not trying to damn us. No, Y'all understand that? He is not trying to damn us. The reason why we get the richness of the word that we get is because God is so adamant, meaning mad in, in a, such a good way, to make sure that we are holy. He doesn't want the breath to go out of our body. You understand what I mean? And, and then we die and end up going the way of natural man. Not making any sense? And it's good to see all of y'all here that y'all even have a mind to even come and celebrate, come from far and near, Joe and Hannah and them and, and uh, Chuck and Liddy and them and the saints in South Carolina and them. See, that's a mind that God give you. It's a convicting power because, see, now you, you're no longer going up under the unction of mother and father and stuff. You're doing what you're doing because it's in your heart to do it now. And then all the saints that are here, and it's good to see. I was telling Carol again the other night, I said, boy, I said, it sure is nice to see that our children turn out a whole lot better than what we did. And that's the wish of every parent. I mean, Chuck said, when he had children, he ain't, they ain't watching no TV. And I said, well, now you can see the reason why we kept it from you. Now, if they ain't going to watch no TV, then he can't have one in the house then. For them. He can't watch it either then, can he? Ain't that right? Ain't that there's the truth, right? Can't watch no TV. I mean, come on, you can't have one in the house to watch if you, you, you come on now, ain't that right? Because if you do, the children will say, Dad, you're a hypocrite. You hypocrite. 
when they get old enough, they're going to say, Granddaddy. Daddy watched the TV, and he said we couldn't watch no TV. And I said, now he is the head of the house. He's a hypocrite, Then I want you to look up this word, and, and, and he better not touch you on calling him a hypocrite either. Because what's right is right, isn't it? Hallelujah. And that is the wish of every parent. You talk to every parent in here. Every parent has a wish and a hope that their children would always turn out better than what they did. And so if you least done that much, you've already done, done more than what your generation did before you. Isn't that right? The problem with the Israelites was is that after Moses had passed on and the elders had passed on the generation, then they would quickly go back into the heathenistic ways. You know the reason why? Because they forgot. That's the reason why, you know, our children need to learn from us now. You teenagers, you people that are 20 years behind me, you have to understand old Pastor Dollar's not going to be around in forever. Look at Mother Stalin. She's the oldest one in here. Look at Mother Stalin. You think she's going to be around another 20 years? Y'all may come here one Passover and say, y'all may take a good look at it and say, that's because that's been a long time. They say, man, I, 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 knew my, I knew a mother. I knew a mother. You might as well take it along to get a good look of it, cause get a good look at it, because this generation ain't producing too much. Uh-oh. Now, we got upcoming sisters in here that have aspirations, because not because they're trying to be, but, but they're headed that way to be mothers. Somebody says, well, I'm a mother. No, you ain't. Your mama. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. But they'll get there. They'll get there because the daughters of Zion and the children, they need somebody responsible because I was talking to um, Sierra today about um, children. I said, isn't that something? God takes you. You go to school. You got all these aspirations. You got a degree. You're going to get this big old house. going to make all this money and stuff. And then, Bam! Fish with the Holy Ghost. Sweep, sweep everything right off from under your feet. And now all that stuff don't even matter no more. What matters is serving Jesus. And I'm telling y'all right now, it's better for y'all to serve God at the age that you're at. Now, don't buy that lie of Satan that tells you that, um, you know, you got to go out and, and, and um, have your dab with sin boy it's a, you just never know if you're going to ever make it back God will be merciful you just don't ever know if you're going to make it back and that's the truth now stay far away from it don't let sin be your ruin you look in the Bible learn from examples look at living everyday example learn from him and then look at it and see how that God is merciful that we all still here and we're still standing because most people get swallowed up with over much sorrow. And that's what sin does. It brings sorrow to the heart. And most people get sorrowed up and will swallow up with over, over much sorrow and stuff. And they can never get back. Because then their conscience and their mind condemns them. And, and um, because they never apply the blood of Jesus the right way. They never get forgiven of sin. And, and so they walk in iniquity and condemnation the rest of the days of their life. But he promised that he would purge it. And that's why we're here today. So you should have been examining yourself some way, shape, fashion, and form all week long and stuff. And right now you should be here ready to take the Passover. I don't know if I'm ready. That's what the devil probably told you. You, you better not take the Passover. You, you ought to take the Passover. You, you should tell him, well, I'm going to take the Passover. If I die good, I die in the Lord. Amen. Amen. It used to be a time that, that um, everybody in here dealt with fear of death. 
Now you you can't threaten me with fear of death. I, I'm, yeah, that's a lost cause right there. You be doing me a favor, because I understand the word. What do you, man? I'm gonna kill you. Really? That's what you gonna do? Wow. That's all you got. That's what Jesus said. And then after that, they can't do nothing else. But know this: whether you be rich or you poor, all flesh is gonna inherit the worms of the earth. Hallelujah. But all souls, all spirits are not going to be with the king. So God is good. Amen. So what are we going to do before we take a pass? We got a little time here. We're going to spend a little time rejoicing, um, thanking, thanking God. We're going to um, do testimonies, sing a few songs, uh, do whatever, and, you know, a good time for that. And then um, we'll get into washing feet, and then we'll get right on into the Passover. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So if anybody got a testimony... Um, I guess we can set up a mic over somewhere. Well, we can get that mic right there, turn that mic on. Put it over there, brother, and we can uh, testify the goodness of the Lord. God is good, isn't he? Amen. God is good. God, you going to serve God? Are you sure? All right. You, you got talked to, right? Okay, good. Hallelujah. Somebody said, what do you mean you're going to serve that? Hey, Amen. I mean, just think about it. What if I'm not here next Passover? Turn to the person that wasn't ain't here next Passover. Uh-oh. See, we got to start thinking about stuff like that. That's why the Bible says you pray for one another. Amen. Am I making sense? See, we never think about that. You, ne you never think about that. You never think. We never think. We just assume that, that we're always going to be here, don't we? Yeah. Amen. Be the Father's will, we'll be here. That's what we'll say, right? We'll be the Father's will, and we'll keep on doing God's will no matter what. We... Have got to, you've got, you've, I'm sure that every, all of y'all see it by now. We're not going to learn from any examples of any other church organizations or people. Because I've been searching. I, I've, I spend time searching. Am I making any sense? I mean, I'm not saying that, that we are, we are the cream of the crop because God chose us. Amen. Amen. But I sure would like to be able to go to a place and, and, and see a level and a manner of dedication and holiness that we're striving to. I'd like to see a people that's in, that their mind is in the same condition that I was in. But, you know, I, I, I do, brother, so I travel all over this place. And I, I go all different types of places. And I'm telling you that it's, I mean, the, the famine that the prophets had talked about is here. It's in this land right now. And there's only a few people that is going to get that, that, um, you know, you're going to bake a cake. And then they think they're going to have a meal and die. And then somebody comes along with the word and then resurrects them by the word of Jesus Christ. There's a famine out there. I'm sure all y'all experience it. Your family tolerates you naturally. Your friends, if they are, your associates, they tolerate you. They put up with you and stuff, but they really don't want nothing to do with you. The only people that you got to really truly love you is the people who sitting here in this room. I mean, they're really the only people that you can really depend on. Remember we read that scripture yesterday when Jesus told us when you go and prepare a feast, don't go to who? Don't, don't, go, to, don't, go, don't go to your friends. Don't go to your family. Don't go to your neighbor. Don't go to the rich. And that's something. And what's the first thing we do when we're trying to save somebody? Who the first people we go to? No wonder that you ain't got nobody. 
But we got to get it. That which is born of flesh is. That which is born of spirit is. And some of us, we was able to get here because somebody in the family did say something to us. Everybody's here because somebody told us about Jesus. I'm not talking about the Jesus we all grew up in, we all heard about. I'm talking about the Jesus that, that was able to make an impact on our lives. That the Holy Spirit was allowed to come in and to convict us of our sins. Not iniquities and transgressions. That's beautiful, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. You got blessing, didn't you? Yeah, Chuck, Chuck came and said, Dad, I got soup unleaded for $1.89. I said, man, we went back 10 years. How'd you do that? <laughs> he said, I even went in there and told him. He said, you know what y'all soup unleaded is? is $1.89. Yeah, I pushed the wrong button. Something messed up, but just go ahead. Chuck said, okay, I'm going to go ahead, too. <laughs> $18, man. That's, that's, that is years ago. <laughs> we in 1999, 1998, $18. Ain't that Huh? So since I'm in the blessing business, I picked up the phone, called a few other people, and told them to get blessed too. <laughs> Super unleaded. Better go to the moon with that, ain't you? But God is good. This is a time of rejoicing too, brother and sister. It is because the Lord saw fit to let us make it another year. To get to this point in time, and the hope is, is that we're better this year coming up than we were the year before. Amen. Are you following me? Amen. Passover is very important. God says in his word, this should be done throughout your generations. And he also said in his word that um, wherever the, go to the place where his name is. Y'all hearing that? That's right. Three times in the year shall all males appear before the Lord. And, go, and this is one of the most important times of the year to appear. Hallelujah. God is good. I can't say that enough. Amen. So we thank the Father for Moses, the prophets, the apostles, and more than anything, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and all that they've done for us. And, and so we can't let them down. Hallelujah. They, without us, could not be made perfect. So they, they, they are gone and they're dependent on us to finish this thing out because God waited to this time to birth our spirits. I mean, you should think about it. Thank God that you need neither one of y'all in slavery hanging from a tree or getting lynched. Amen. Amen. Or in the Civil War getting shot up and half to death and carrying on. Or I'm serious. Or in some third world country getting raped, robbed, and pillaged half to death. Your whole country and land, everything. We're here now. Huh? That's not to say it's not coming and stuff, but hey, you know, um, a lot of this stuff won't come not to us. We keep the fear of the Lord upon us and keep his commandments. He said, whosoever keep the commandments shall feel no evil thing. Isn't that amazing? So we hear about all this stuff and told me, yeah, you're going to go through our trials and tribulations, but we keep the commandments. Don't we look like a thumb out of joint? Keeping a Sabbath day. What a Sabbath day. What's wrong with y'all? No, ain't nothing wrong. What's wrong with you? Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody got a few words of testimony for uh, Jesus? Then go ahead and testify here. And we'll sing a few songs and rejoice and we'll um, get busy and Hallelujah, take of the, the body and the blood. Hmm? Amen, hallelujah. Okay. Uh, praise the Lord, house of Israel. I give glory to our Lord Jesus Christ just for his, his mercy and his long suffering and the fact that he just uh, allowed me to continue another year and his, just in his long suffering with the, with the, to come up to another Passover again. I don't know how many Passovers it's been since uh, 
I've been a part of this congregation, but I do thank the Lord for every year that he's uh, allowed me to be worthy enough to partake of his body and his blood. And I just like to thank for all his continual mercies throughout the year. And I just like to glorify our Lord and just thank him that we can't overcome by the word of our testimony through his blood. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, saints. I thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for bringing me here. You know, it's been 16 wonderful years since I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I am wonderful blessed. There's no other place that I'd rather be than standing there right here right now looking at my family. And I truly mean this. This is my family. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, really, the times that I do have to go out at times and pick up Brother Shane or Brother Doug at Walmart, I get a lot of attention. You know, when you're sitting out, aisle, you know, not being out, you know, you be reading or whatever, somebody will come up to you and ask you some of the most idiotic questions. And you can expect that out of a carnal-minded person. Uh, just only last week when I was down there, last Friday, I think it was, I was waiting on Brother Shane. I think Sister Sin walked in. I had just finished uh, putting a, a gentleman in his place before Sister Sin came in and gave me one of the most wonderful hugs and a kiss. She's dad, I just had to, I just had to come and hug you and give you a kiss because I love you. I said, I love you too, daughter. But anyway, this, this gentleman, he come up to me and said, uh, I see you here quite often. What are you doing? I said, excuse me? I said, uh, what am I doing? I said, uh, right now I'm sitting here, you know, minding my own business, whatever that might be. <laughs> he said, excuse me. I said, well, I'm minding my own business, whatever that might be. But if it's concerning you that much, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm waiting on my brother. So he happens to have looked up and he saw Brother Shane and I pointed out, but Brother Shane way back in the backside of the store. You talk about that white man? I said, I don't see no white man. I said, I see my brother. I see, I said, I see a Hebrew Israelite back there, you know, really. <laughs> but anyway, he said, uh, are you a Christian? I said, no, far from being <laughs> He said, who are you? I said, I'm a child of the king. I'm a father of Jesus Christ, my Lord. He said, uh, how can you say that? I said, sir, you really don't really be understand where I'm coming, coming from, do you? I said, if you knew what I knew, and you said that you're a Christian, you'd be careful, careful about saying that we're a Christian. I said, Christians, it's an abomination to my Lordship, really, because we don't serve the same God. I said, to me, there's only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And I don't see none of that you don't desire in you. I said, have a nice day. <laughs> and I thank Lord for my, 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 my pastor. And I said that really because I do mean this. I have seen my pastor from day one since God called him into the ministry. I have seen a transformation out of this, this young man. And I'm gonna tell you, he's for real. I've been before a whole lot of pastors, hypocrites, I call them now, because I know the truth when I hear the truth. And when I sit before Pastor Charles W. Dow Jr., I sit before him and I receive the word of God with a whole lot of fear, because I know that every word that's coming out of his, his mouth is coming from the heart of Jesus. And his word is truth in his life and is everlasting. Uh, I went through an experience back here, uh, I would say three weeks ago, but to me it was an experience. Uh, if you look around, you'll see that uh, you don't see Carrie here no more. You don't see Marty here no more. And I said, good riddance, because that guy was nothing but a whole lot of troubles to this community. When he first lit, when he first set foot on this land, he came in with a whole lot of uh, confusion, uh, division, uh, Speaking against my brethren, first one thing and another, I told him, I said, you got to get your heart right with God. 
I said everything that you you are proposed that you said you was doing when you was incarcerated, it was all lies. He said, what do you mean it was all lies? I said, you heard what I said, it was all lies. I said, you said you was teaching Sunday school in prison, but you wouldn't do none of that. I said, uh, you got to walk in the news of life as Jesus Christ is the light of this world. I said, until you can actually sit before people and receive God as your Lord and Savior, you ain't going nowhere. And I told him just like this. I said, I doubt if you even be here on another Passover. Come to pass, he's not here. I'm looking at that son right here. Sammy, you are my cross. And I pray to God, you keep on getting strong. Love the Lord with all your heart because he loves you. Thank you, saints. I testify that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, that he came and died, that I might live and have life more abundantly. I thank the Lord for another year. I thank him for every trial, everything I've been through this year, every time my heart has been troubled because I know that he has made me stronger in them, and I thank him for it. I thank you, Lord, for loving me, for giving me the Holy Ghost, and writing my name down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I love you, Jesus. I couldn't pass up an opportunity to give thanks to Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I praise you. I thank God for the men that we have, the men of God that lead us here as a people. I'm very thankful there are many weak men in the world, and I praise God for those that lead us here. I thank God for the strength and the ability that he gives us as women and the power that he gives us as women to cast down feelings and emotions for they lead us and drive us as we are driven by the world. But here, it's so different, and I thank God. I set, set out in my heart to uh, not be led by emotions and not be led by feelings. It will be a long journey, and it hurts a lot, but it is so wonderful to know that the end is nigh, and I give God the glory for his blood. I thank you, Jesus, for all things. Thank you, Holy Father. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blessing. I thank you so much for the teaching that I've learned here. I thank you for salvation, deliverance, and healing. Salvation you brought to me, and I'm very grateful for that, that I'm saved by your precious blood. And I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for teaching me about casting out devils and, and getting stronger in the Lord through the power that he gives us of resurrection. And I thank him this year for the healing power that he gave to us and we're walking in. It's a really beautiful thing. I'd come up here to pray and I had just entered into the tabernacle and I heard Elder uh, Becker make a call that he wondered who was crying, who was somebody was calling out very loudly. And I heard Diane answer him and I thought, man, I'm up here. It might be one of the brothers that's working out. So I, I just ran out I didn't stop for shoes or anything. I ran out and I looked. As soon as I turned the tabernacle and I saw my brother Juan, that he was hollering and it looked like something had happened. So I just ran as fast as I could through all the mud and everything right to the brother. And I, I said, what's the matter, brother? And he said, he pointed and I could see that his leg, his pants had been cut and that he had had the saw in his hand. And all I did is I just went, in the name of Jesus, I command that, there, that this wound solder right now in the name of Jesus, there'll be no bleeding, there'll be nothing that, you know, I just went on to command a couple seconds, and that's all there was to it. And I took my scarf off, and I put it as a tourniquet around him. He got in with Sister Diane. She had pulled up with the mule and took him down to Brother, uh, Elder Becker's uh, place. And later, the next day, I said, was there any bleeding? And they said, not a bit. So I could tell that the power of Jesus had, had come through me. So I thank Jesus for his beautiful salvation, his wonderful teachings to me about deliverance, and now this year for giving us the healing power that he so longs to impart to the church. Bless you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I thank Jesus, and I just thank him so much for this opportunity to be a part of the saints of the Most High. Thank you. <laughs> I um, 
when Pastor came down um, and Sister Carol a couple weeks ago, they was Pastor had mentioned that we need to look at what we're going through in life as an opportunity. And so I just been looking at it lately and just the opportunity to be here and be amongst the saints of the Most High. And I was um, just thanking Father God for the opportunity um, in prayer one time, and I was thanking him so much for the um, the um, women in the Bible, the examples that he taught me in the Bible or showed me in the Bible with Ruth and Naomi and Sarah and Deborah. And then the Holy Spirit said, but what about the sisters that you're among? And I was just calling out all the sisters that are, that are here in my presence live. And I'm like, thank you, Father God, for all these sisters, because this is truly an opportunity to be amongst the saints and to be called a child of the Most High and a, a child of the King. So I just thank him so much for the opportunity. I thank him so much for the opportunity that he's blessed me to train up my child in the way that she should go. So when she is old, she will not depart from it. So I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I praise the Lord, saints. I give praise, honor, and glory to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for keeping me and for being merciful towards me um, and to continue to show me my heart because there have been many trials and many instances where I've not been honest with myself about the things that, uh, that, are, that, that are working in me. So I thank him for being patient with me and, and helping me to see a lot of the things that are going on with me and to help me to understand it and, and also to help me to overcome a lot of these things and trials and tribulations as well. So I give on, praise, honor, and glory to him. And I thank him for all of y'all. Thank you, Father. I want to thank you again for the chance to be here for the Passover, Lord. Thank you for keeping me for another year. And uh, all that you've done for me, Father, is wonderful. You've given me much healing. You've given me deliverance. And you've brought me through many trials. And I thank you, Lord, for being right there through each one. And I bless you, and I thank you for the man of God that brings us your precious word, Lord. And I thank you for the ears to hear. I bless you, Lord, and I thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I just want to take this opportunity to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for dying for me, that I too may die so that he can live in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to praise the almighty King, eternal, the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who changes not and in that can change everything because he has made many changes for me in my life and I've seen him working in the brethren in the people of God I never saw that before out there in the religious world or in the unbelieving world I never I saw uh, I saw uh, people had beliefs but their beliefs changed their gods changed but when I met the true and the living God he never changed he said I'll never leave you or forsake you and I thank him for that because he has been a blessing to my soul for 26 years now. And I bless his holy name. He's faithful. He always has been faithful. He always will be faithful to all generations of those that call upon him. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. I just want to just thank God for um, the trials and tribulations that we have been going through. Um, it has been a trying time, and I just thank God for it because, um, as Sister Carolyn Pastor was saying, that you know we are going through our growing pains, and in that, in the midst of that, I'm realizing that I'm just starting over to grow because what I used to know 
it's not it wasn't of God so now I'm learning how to love God and not just love God but love my uh, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and I just thank him for being patient with me and and allowing me to uh, learn how to love not just in the flesh but also in the spirit and I just thank him so much for the trials and tribulations that we go through they are growing pains pastor Praise the Lord. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for your precious Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for cleansing us with your blood, Lord, for keeping me another year and showing me so many ways, Lord, that I may turn towards you and turn towards your way, Lord. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. I just want to give a testimony about um, we have children here, and, and the children that you think that they might be just sitting there listening in their seat or sitting in their seats just facing off, but I got a testimony to share, saints. This little girl, she just happens to be my daughter, Fifi. Every time, what, what happened was on Sabbath, uh, she was running down the road because she loves to run. She started running down the road. She said, Mama, run, Mama, run. She fell down. She hurt her knee. And the first thing she says, oh, owie knee. She goes, Mama, pray, Jesus. Pray, Jesus, Mama. And I just thank God, first of all, Lord Jesus, for your healing power. I thank God for it, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the faith that you've given this little child that she can trust in you and know that she's going to be healed every time we call on you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Hi, um, um, every time I wanted to testify or sing or something, the, yeah, it was just like something's holding me in my chair, like I'm like a magnet in my chair. And, well, I was uh, sitting sit down over there, and I was, and they're like, I heard the spirits like, oh, no, nah, just, just, yeah, you sing horrible. Just shut up and sit down. I'm like, I'm like, talking and singing horrible. Okay, that's good. So, so, I'm, I think I have a phone. Lord, you are more precious than silver. Lord, you are more costly than gold. Lord, you are more beautiful than diamonds. And nothing 
was sweet, Scott. That's a sweet voice. Amen. 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 And the good news is, I will not be seen. So <laughs> and I just want to thank the Lord for allowing me to be a part of this assembly, be with my family here, uh, take me out of the world and all this wasted time that I spent 40-something years going to church, whether it be Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran, whatever in between, uh, which is basically useless. Um, it was religious, but it was useless. Um, and I thank the Lord for the extended family here, my brothers and sisters. Um, I thank the Lord for my pastor and him speaking the truth uh, and upholding to that truth and doing all he can diligently to strive for more knowledge and wisdom and understanding of the word and then sharing it with us. Um, so many people out there, they have very little knowledge and then what they have, they want to keep it for themselves or they try to distort it to try to gain, get some sort of personal gain out of it. But he doesn't have that. Um, he's never lied to me, nor have I ever had any doubt. I mean, it's always been right there. He backs up everything he says of the word with the word. Um, I'm also thankful that my family, my wife and my kids, <laughs> um, that they were able to come this way with me, uh, which is rare, very rare. <laughs> um, and I thank the Lord for being able to make it another year from their Passover. Uh, Cindy and I were talking <coughs> earlier that it's a special time of year. Yeah. There's just a really good feeling when you know you've made it this far. And you had the chance to even go on to perfection. Yes, sir. Not that I'm perfect. I'm far from it. Uh, I'm reminded of that daily. But there's still a chance. There's still hope. Yes, you know, there was a storm came through the, during the night. Woke both of us up about 1.30, I guess. 1.15, 1.30. And the hail was hitting so hard, it just sounded like rocks hitting the windows. Um, it didn't last maybe a minute. And then I was awake for probably about four hours after that before I ever even get back to sleep. Started to get up a few times. I kept trying to fight it and fight it. And I just had things going through my mind. Nothing bad, but just going through my mind. One of the things that kept going through my mind was the message yesterday um, that pastor's been talking about off and on for the last few months about Israelites and color and it seems like uh, I don't know sometimes people get things sometimes people don't yes, sir. Um, and there something kept telling me well hey maybe you need to try to tell somebody something maybe explain just a little bit different a little different analogy maybe try to reach some people um, I don't know I'm not a preacher um, that's a preacher you want to see a preacher, you look right there. Amen. You know, that sign up there, I will give you pastors. I'm not one of them, so don't, okay, I'm not a preacher. Don't claim if you don't want to be, okay? <laughs> no desire, none whatsoever. But I still had this thing kept coming to me, kept coming to me, kept coming to me. Um, every time I would doze off, it would come back to me. So I'm like, man, you know, give me a break. Anyway, just a couple things that on his message yesterday, um, for example, like with Misty, you know, an example of keloid. That's a sign of somebody of color. Okay, if you look around in here, there are really almost no two people that can be exactly alike when it comes to color. I don't care if you consider yourself black, white, any color. It doesn't matter. Nobody in here is going to exactly the same skin color. 
there's gonna be a slight difference in the pigmentation of everybody, whether it be mother, daughter, father, son. And unless your skin is this right here, <laughs> this, unless, you're, unless you are this right here, you have color, okay? Now, I understand what Pastor's been saying. He's right. He's right. If you think about it, common sense will tell you the people that came from that part of the world at that time were going to be people that had darker color, okay? But still, if you read in the, in the Bible, if you know the word at all, and I don't claim to know the, world, the word that great, but what will I do remember? <laughs> when they left Egypt, there was a mixed multitude that left with them. So if you've got a mixed multitude, that means there's going to be different nations, there's also going to be variations of skin color. Right. And I'm sure that when the people were brought over here, the Hebrew Israelites were brought over here in the, with the Atlantic slave trade, not everybody that was used as a slave was exactly the same color. You know, I mean, you're going to have different variations. And as time goes on, you're going to have these mixed multitudes of people who were mixed. It's going to get different shades of colors. When Paul was sent over to different parts, to, to the Gentiles, to disperse, to talk to them, well, those are different countries. You're going to have different colors of people throughout that. Not everybody in the whole world is the same color. So for people to, I don't know, maybe with, with the message, they're thinking, oh, well, it it's almost seems as if you don't have the darker color, you're trying to grasp at anything to make yourself convinced that you're going to be part of the Hebrew-Israelite bunch by whether it be a keloid in the skin, which I don't have. Mm -hmm. I'm not losing any sleep over it. I mean, I'm not. I mean, if someone has it, that's fine. If someone doesn't, that's fine. And I'm, I'm obviously, in case you're not colorblind, you know, unless you're colorblind, I'm not this, but I'm not as dark as, say, Brother Doug Bell. He's probably the darkest person we have in here, I would say. Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful skin. I'm not calling you beautiful. I'm just saying beautiful skin. <laughs> you're, hands, you're handsome, brother, and I love you. You're handsome. Okay. Let's not, let's not go there. Okay. But... I don't have a problem with being the color I am, not being keloid, because all I know is I had to read the book and I had to accept the covenants, accept the traditions and requirements that it says that I have to be to become an Israelite. That's all it is. And as long as a person has enough faith, enough faith in the Lord, enough faith in themselves that they can walk the walk to the best of their ability, it doesn't mean they're going to be perfect. But, you know, instead of trying to find some sort of physical attribute to say, oh, look, I'm in the club because of this or this or whatever, forget about that stuff. Because you can have all that stuff and be a, be a full of hell. <laughs> I mean, look at Esau. What was Esau? Okay, so, yeah, forget about, forget about what you got. It's what you need to be doing with what you got. So just, just try to forget about the colors and forget about that kind of stuff. Just go with what's required of everybody that's going to be a child of the king. Go with those requirements. Amen. That's all I got to say. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you again every time this time comes around every year. I am so thankful to still be here, to know that you've kept me another year, that you bring me into another one, that you've granted me more strength to come through one and to see another, that you've allowed me to learn more of your word, more knowledge of you, and to love you a little bit more than I did last year, and I thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I'd like to thank the Lord because he kept me yet another year, not just mentally or spiritually, but also physically. And uh, it's a great thing to 
walk towards perfection. And it's even greater thing to have an advocate with the Father when you mess up. Keep that man, Paul. I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for his precious blood. I thank my God that he is a deliverer. Um, I spent a good part of this week um, reflecting on the past. And, you know, you've heard the adage before that if somebody told me I've been here 20 years ago, I told them they were crazy. But the one thing beautiful about it is that we know the end of the story. And that's what I thank God for. I bless you, Jesus, and thank you, Jesus. I just want to thank the Lord Jesus, and i got to give him a testimony. The other day I was walking down behind all the trailers to uh, my house, and I had my radio strapped on the side of my um, pants, and it had fallen out, and I, didn't, I couldn't find it. I looked for two or three hours, couldn't find it nowhere, and it ended up raining that night. And that, mo uh, that night I was so upset that I dropped that radio, because, you know, ra radios usually get ruined when they get wet, that I asked Lord Jesus to kind of uh, send an angel to keep it dry for me, so when I got back it wouldn't be dead and I went there the next mo next day I couldn't find it nowhere and then we were getting I was getting ready to come up here to work with the brothers and I thought oh, I might as well just go check again so I went, when I was going back down I went off to a different path and I ended up finding it picking it over it was dry and it was still on <laughs> so I just want to thank you Lord Jesus I want to thank the Lord for actually showing me what true love is. Um, I didn't know it until I found his love once I got here. And then I experienced the love of all the saints. And that love means so much to me. I thank and love you all. I thank and praise the Lord that he's spared me this time to see another year. When I look across the audience and see your ages, I've been there. <laughs> I can truly say God has been good to me in spite of me. And I want to encourage especially you young folks, listen to the pastor. Get the word in your heart. I didn't study as I should have when I was young, because the way you were being taught, I wasn't taught that way. And the most I remember, see, I don't retain as well as I did when I was young. When you were young, you were capable of retaining. Retain it. Amen. When I read the scripture now, I'm very aware of what, you know, it's familiar to me, the things that I got when I was young or in the past few years. But in the latter years, things have changed. And you want to hide the word in your heart. There's no occasion that will come up in your life if you've got this word in you that you can't reach down and get it. Right. He's a present help in the time of trouble. Right. Death was on me a few days ago. And I told my daughter, I said, I'm dying. And just looked like me, I don't know what I did. I didn't get afraid. It was a feeling I never had before. I had to fight it for a while before I could regain myself but I want you to know God is good I don't know what he is to you but he's everything to me 
I thank him. Now praise him. Even at my age, God give me strength to move around. I can't stand a long time, but if I'm moving, I can do pretty good. God is good. <laughs> I tell you, you'd be surprised how he allowed me to push that wheelbarrow all during the summer because I don't like to be cold. <laughs> Packing up wood, that's a blessing, trying to keep my house up. And just because I'm old, I don't take advantage of it. I plan to work until he get me out of here. If I'm on the bed, I'm going to be trying to get up because I'm not giving up. We are children of God. Hallelujah. And I have peace. When God is ready for me, I want to just fall asleep. Praise I didn't want to miss this opportunity to praise the Lord myself. Um, Mother Stallings has given us such words of encouragement. Pastor told me several years ago, I don't know if he really remembers this or not, Pastor Donald told me, he says, I want you to spend a lot of time with your mother. Uh, try to glean from her as much wisdom and knowledge as you can. And everybody knows in this community that lives behind that gate, if Granny Gaston is not at home, your answer will automatically be, she's probably at her mother's. Well, that's probably where I am because I go hardly nowhere else but to work there in the chow hall or go to my mother's. And I want you to be assured, Pastor Dow, I'm taking it all in. And she gives out savory wisdom. I am so privileged to be schooled by such a mother as Mother Stallings. I'm glad to be your daughter. I'm privileged to be your daughter. My mother and I, we talk about everything. We talk about death. We're not, we have no fear. We have no fear of death. It don't, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward for my mother leaving me. And I always tell her, there's no guarantee that you're going to leave me first. Why would I be so assumptuous to think that's, that's gonna how, how it might be? You know, the, the law of average, as they often say, is that she would probably leave me first. But that's a possibility, but that's not necessarily how it will be because we never know when death will knock at our door. We see little graves at the cemetery. We see bigger graves and bigger graves at the cemetery. So that's just how it is, and I'm just going to shut up at that. But, Lord, you're just so good, and I didn't want to miss my opportunity to exalt him. To bless you, daughters of Zion, you know I love you. You know I love you. I appreciate your encouragement to me. I appreciate your help molding me. You're doing that for me. Yes, you are. You're helping me to be more of a mother. Yes, you are. Hallelujah. And those of you that have gotten my little first little newsletter and the encouragement that you've given me, I've had people tell me I've just read it and read it over and over again. You did that? You did? You really did? Oh, how that newsletter blessed me. It did, it did. That's my intention, of course, but just to hear those words echoing back to me, I want to thank and bless you. You pray for me. I pray the Lord give me more wisdom to share and impart with you that you will never be ashamed to be daughters of Zion, that you will never minimize your high calling. This is a calling. This is a privilege. 
Oh, yes, it is. And it's it's going to be hot off the press in about three weeks. Just for my daughters of Zion. And I do love you dearly. The Lord Jesus bless us all. You know, I want to take this opportunity to thank my Lord and Savior, you know, because this is a personal thing to me. You know, when I do talk about my Jesus, you know, it is personal. You know, I've let the wicked one take so much from me. You know, I, I sit there and sit there. Like Pastor Dow, I listen to a lot, a lot of things he has to say. I call them little nuggets. You know, I wasn't going to sit there with concrete in my backside today. I'm going to get up because I have something to say about my Lord and Savior. I know where he brought me from. I know where I come from. But I do know today where I'm going. I do know that today where I am going. That's, that's to be with my Jesus. My Jesus. You know, and I, 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 love, I love my pastor. You know, he chastised me last week. You know, and I, you know, I went home and... and you know, I, I will, you know, I'll listen to, I'll listen to what he's got to say. I'll go home when I leave from here on Sabbath, and, and I'll just sit there and just, just mold it over in my mind what he, what he had to say to me, and I take it and, and apply it to my life. And when I do that, my life has got a whole lot better. I, I, I'm, I am gaining peace. I'm not where I want to be right now, but I am a whole lot better than what I was a week ago. I do have hope today. You know, I love my brothers and sisters here. You know, you know, I have a so-called family out there, but this is my family right here. This is my family. My brothers, it's come to my rescue here. That you know, it's just, it just blows my mind what they've done for me. They didn't know me till I got here, but they knowed I was on my way. They knowed I was on my way. You know, because. We're always predestined to be here tonight. And I am, I am thank my Lord for his mercy and his love and kindness that I could be here with my brothers and sisters in Christ. And, you know, I, I'm not let, I, I am not letting the evil one. I hate them. I hate everything about them. I will not let them steal my testimony anymore.
up in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and He shall lift you up higher and higher, and He shall. in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. And he, he shall lift you up higher and higher and he shall lift you in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. And he, oh yes, he shall lift you up. And he shall lift you Oh, 
of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, hey, get that all, brother. Hey, man, come on up, brother Baker. Hallelujah. Uh, we was also discussing over there. I said, my God, look at this, man. We can't wash feet until afterwards. Did you know that? Why didn't you say something? Go, go wait. Oh, man, you know what the word says, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. He'll stand right here, brother. You want to hold his mic for me? Ooh, Lord. All right, well, first, let me say something. All right, Elder, Brother Becker's been with us for a long time. Ten years, something like that? Yes, sir. Ten years. Man of impeccable character. Um, been able to receive... Reproof, correction, instruction, uh, and not only that, but to give it. Leads by example. Um, injured, not injured. Still the same person, just like his wife. Hallelujah. Come on up here, Diane. Um, you know, we all in this life have had many things to overcome. You understand what I mean? And again, I remind y'all, brothers and sisters, we are perfect in the state that we're in right now, but we have not gone on to perfection. You understand what I mean? So when it says, be ye perfect, for he is perfect, be ye holy, for he is holy, we understand what it means. You follow me? And so the ideal is, it's just like little Sky just did. That was a perfect example of someone overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of a testimony. I like that when she said, man, to think, you're going to tell me I can't say, who are you? You know, I just think. I mean, she just, it's just that real. And that devil just didn't want her to give up and give glory to God. You ain't got to worry about carrying a tune or something like that. I'm going to be behind the singers. I'm behind the singers. I make a joyful noise. But the Bible says make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye, all ye lands. And when you're serving, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Amen. Know ye that the Lord is God. And it's he that made us and not we ourselves. We are the sheep of his pasture. Is that right? That's the reason why we enter into these gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. Why? For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth, it endures unto all generations. Is that right? Amen. And he's good. It's nice to have a word inside of it. Hallelujah. And so, you know, Elder Becker here is, um, Brother Becker, he, he's been a faithful servant to the Lord Jesus Christ. All glory and honor to the Father. Is that right? He, like us, have come through the same way, been filled with the Holy Spirit, stumbled, fall, made mistakes, got up. The Bible said a righteous man going to fall how many times? Seven times. Seven times, but the Lord, every single time, get him up. Hallelujah. And you know what? You never really know how good God is. And I'm not telling you to go out and fall either. But you never know how good he is until he picks you up from a fall and dusts you off. And creates you and then let you walk in the newness of life. Isn't that right? And ain't nobody mad but the devil. Ain't nobody mad but the devil. The devil only one is mad. He don't want nobody rejoicing the Lord. See, Brian, we crazy. We lost our mind, brother. We was having to believe that the Father's real. We thank you for sending Jesus, isn't that right? 
Oh, praise God. We thank you for sending Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But, um, you know, some time ago, the, the, I mean, believe it or not, see, that's why I say you have to wait on the Father. Right. I didn't know when his time was going to be because it was like three or four years ago that the Father spoke to me in the Spirit. And then two years later, Brother Rich come. Has the Father ever spoken to you anything about old Brother Doug? That's a confirmation. And then what you do is you still wait. See, you see what I mean? We're not originating this thing. Are you following me? That's confirmation. You know, that's four years. I mean, you see, most people don't have patience to wait on nothing no four years. And of course, we was in the house the other day talking. I said, Lord, I mercy. I said, you're getting a good feel of what it means to take some of this load and responsibility. Isn't it? Heavy weight, isn't it? Heavy weight. It really, truly is. But the father said, I'm not going to put more on than you're able to bear. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? So it's good. And I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, my mom and dad, they raised me right. My mother and father, they both did. They provided a good home for us. They did. And they, just like us, had many things in trials and tribulations that they had to overcome. But they have been good parents. Good examples. You know, everybody in the world always want to capitalize on what somebody hadn't done and what they ain't. But nobody ever talks about how good that they have been. Because I'm along the type of people, I want to tell you how good you've been while you're here. I don't want to be sitting over your coughing and stuff and crying and snobbing. Mama, you, you can't hear a word I said, Mama. can't hear a word I said, Daddy. But they've been good. Some of the greatest supporters of the ministry from the very beginning outset. Bad or reproach just like we all have. But you know, through much tribulation, shall we enter into the kingdom of God. Mother Stalin has been a good mother. Good mother. A lot of people had not take heed to her counsel, but that's all right. The people that don't take heed to their counsel, they fall after not taking heed. You follow me? And, of course, you know, we're get, we getting gray hair up here. Some of us are. <laughs> we're getting gray hair up here, brothers and sisters. And that means we're getting a little bit older. You understand that? Take heed to what we say and, and listen to what we're saying and giving it to you, especially the instruction. Because we're not going to tell you nothing wrong going to lead you in the path of righteousness. I mean, leading and pass a, a condemnation and damnation. Amen. Amen. But anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to lay hands on Brother Doug. Let me get the scripture here for a second. Get, until you get it, Brother Rich. Grab that mic over there, Brother. First Timothy 4, verse 14. See, man, ain't, ain't got that yet, man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good, isn't he? Amen. Where, where's the full bottle of oil at? We got it. Got a full bottle? There ain't no full bottle. Is that a full bottle? That's one laying on the hands of Presbyterian, right? Yes, sir. Okay. See, I even had to get checked up, man. I'm getting old, man. That mother Stalin said, man, you don't retain this stuff, man. That's good. Man, there used to be a time boy. I could spit these scriptures out left and right, man. I can't remember two of them now. Hallelujah. So I make provisions. I get brother here to read. <laughs> see and y'all thought that I would, you know I don't know whatever you thought hallelujah alright First Timothy the 4th chapter verse 14 please come on with it neglect not the gift that is in thee now he has a gift that is in him 
I know he has because he, we've been out like Paul and Silas, different places and stuff when we will go out. You know, you never know when we're going to have the opportunity to lay hands on someone in the name of Jesus and let Jesus and allow Jesus through his vessels of mercy to heal somebody. And we've all been a witness and a demonstration that this man has the power of the Holy Ghost yes. in him. Amen. And ain't afraid mm -hmm. of no man and ain't afraid to do the work of God. Amen. Isn't that right? Amen. Hallelujah. So we're not going to neglect the gift that is within him. Is that right? Amen. Also provides good counsel. Amen. Hmm? Amen. I'm glad he, he's taking some of the load from me. Amen. Amen. Come on with it. Which was given thee by prophecy. By prophecy. With the laying on of hands. See, a prophecy that come forth was when it entered into my mind, then Brother Rich came up to me. That's the prophecy. The word prophecy is calling something that wasn't as, as though it was. Amen? And also speaking words easy to understand. Don't come to me speaking old Chinese. Hallelujah. Unless you got somebody to interpret. Amen. Come on with it. With the laying on of hands. See, we laying on of hands. Of the presbytery. Of the presbytery. That's, that's starting to be me and Brother Shane. So we can anoint. Is that all right? So that's what we're going to do here. So in the, come on, uh, Brother Shane. Come on. Hold this. Son, you stand right here. See, what we're going to do is we're going to put a little dot on Diane. We're going to put a big dot on him. Big oil on him because, see, she is going to have to bear some of this. Because she wanted to bear what he is going through. Amen. Amen. All right. Brother Douglas Becker, we are now anoint thee in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to be an elder here at the Assembly of Straightway. Put your hand up here. We now, in the name of Jesus, transfer all power of healing, deliverance, and salvation and the ministry of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We bless the Father and right now, Father, we ask you and all of heaven right now in the name of Jesus to look down upon this union right here, Father. And Father, greatly anoint him, Father, to cast out many devils, to suffer for your name's sake, and to bring glory to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we loose right now by the power of God, the Holy Spirit, the same anointing that Elijah, the same anointing that John the Baptist and Jesus had and upon him. And not only that, but the anointing that you have brought all down through the church ages to the elders and the brother here today in the assembly. We, we let this pardon of the Holy Ghost right now and the power of it, give him wisdom, give him knowledge, give him understanding and counsel to know how to Father, to lead and to direct and to guide the sheep of your pastor. We give you the glory for all things. We thank you for confirming this by the witness and the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless her in Jesus name Father. Help her to be strong with her husband in Jesus name. Amen. Here you go. You'll need his rag. Alright brothers and sisters now we present to you Elder. That's the way he's going to be referred to from henceforth until we all pass. Douglas Becker. Bless you brother.
Hallelujah. Oh, we's a mess up here. All right. Glory to the King. Let's get on with the Passover. Amen. Amen. Some of y'all sisters go ahead and start uh, putting the, um, the blood of Jesus in the cup. That is symbolic. Hallelujah. And mind y'all, some of y'all got to drive, so let's take it easy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hmm? Yeah, y'all, two of y'all brothers, go ahead and get the unleavened bread. But I want to put the brother's bread right here. When they fill up the cups while I'm talking, go ahead and put the cups out in front of them. That stuff gets in your eye too much, brother. You have the fire of the month. You know, I have been an, an elder is a, a very high position in the chief. It's, it's not us. We're, we're just um, transferring and doing the, what the will of the Father is. No man, what is that, Hebrews, Hebrews, brother Shane, Hebrews 5, 4. See, I told you I couldn't remember two scriptures, man. I told y'all, bless the name of Jesus. And of course, y'all don't believe that anyway, do you? Hallelujah. But it's a joyful time, brothers and sisters. And no man taketh this honor. Come on with it, brother. Hebrews 5, 4. And no man taketh this honor unto himself. But he that is called of God, as was Aaron. See, no man take this on unto himself. This is something that the Father himself has to do. Y'all I mean, heard my story about being a preacher. That's the last thing in, on, on my mind in the universe. Do you believe that, Hannah? Do you believe that? <laughs> the last thing on my mind in the universe was to be a preacher. Y'all don't know Sister Carol's story. Sister Carol, um, she, had, she had prayed to God when she was a teenager. And she said, Father, she said, I'm only going to ask you for two things. Number one, I don't want to be married to no military man. And number two, I don't want to be married to no preacher. <laughs> and she ended up getting Rambo and, and Elijah, did she? <laughs> <laughs> Lord know what you have need of, don't you? And I said, shoot, he, he had it because it, it, it took somebody like me to, in order to get you to Jesus. You know, he look at me, man. Look at that scuzz bucket. <laughs> Praise God. You know, Father, hey, you know, brothers and sisters, what a blessed time it is. And we always try to, you know, it's a very serious time, but we make it a very sobering time, too. Because it's a, you know, we would spend our time all week long reflecting, um, looking inward, looking around us to make sure we're discerning the Lord's body, which that's what we are. Um, to see if there be any leaven. We don't go around and have to clean out any houses to see if there's any leaven, any dust, or any stuff like that. No, we're looking for the leaven of sin that could be in our heart. Anything that could cause um, a rift in a relationship between us and our Savior. And I talked, and I'm sure y'all saw the video, but I talked about it um, this past, a few Sabbaths ago, when I said, you know, we need to get more active in applying the blood of Jesus when we repent of sin so that our conscience yes. can be purged. Amen. Amen. And I, I'm a witness, and to tell you the truth, that that can happen. I mean, I'm telling you, I have, I've had stuff as recent as no more than what people say a few years ago, that people say, Pastor, you remember this? And I go, huh? Don't you remember them? 
Brother, you gonna tell me? Yeah, you know. I'm sorry, man. I, I really don't. You understand what I mean? And I take it as an answered prayer. You know what I mean? If it's something not need to be remembered, but hey, God said He's not gonna remember our sins. He's gonna throw them off into the sea of forgiveness, never to remember again. In the old covenant, the people would have to go to preach and their sins would stack up from year to year to year to year, but the blood of bulls and bullocks could never wash away the, the black dark stain of sin. They were looking forward to Calvary and we look back to Calvary. And so the blood of Jesus has cleansed every single person in here. After we get finished taking this body and this, and this blood right here, this symbolic of, of, our, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, every person in here is sin free. We starting off with a, a clean slate because of what he did. So with that, you can't allow your conscience, you can't allow anybody to remind you. You can't, you can't go back and toy around with guilt, shame, and condemnation because he who the son set free is free indeed. Y'all understand that kind of talk? See, if your heart condemns you, what does the Bible say? God is greater than our heart that condemns us. Is that right? Hallelujah. And he is greater. Hallelujah. So I thank God I can look around at a bunch of people. Yeah, you may wear the scars of the past and stuff because what, but you know what? That's not your future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is she all right? Praise the You all right, Kenley? Is she all right now, huh? That probably was a spirit trying to stir up or something like that. Is there something coming up? Oh, she's throwing up. See, yeah. She started doing it again. Carol, lay your hands on. All right. Hallelujah. Uh, we're all familiar. Hmm? We're all familiar. With the, with the time of the Exodus. I mean, we're very familiar. If anybody know that story, we know it. I'm interested in the time of the Exodus, us getting up out of here being with Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's just the truth. So we're going to make this, um, we're going to expedite this. Hallelujah. And um, we're going to, let's go over to the Passover scriptures over here in Matthew, brother. That's the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, you're welcome here tonight. We're not going to set no chair for Elijah because Elijah's already come. Amen. We do welcome the Holy Spirit here. You're welcome to be here amongst your people. Lead and guide us and be with us here during this Passover. Will you tell us and instruct us in your word to do this in remembrance of you, of memorial, year to year. And we do this until you come. We bless you for it. We welcome you. We rejoice in your holy name. We thank you for being with us in praise and worship, Father. And look down upon us, have mercy upon us, and remember that our frame is but dust. We honor you because of your sacrifice for us and the great love that you've demonstrated for us. We apply the blood to every person in here and every soul. We thank you for being here in our presence and more than anything in our hearts. 
Continue to lead and guide and direct us, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Set your great name upon us as a people and watch over spiritually and naturally. Give us the power, continue to overcome all of our enemies, both naturally and spiritually. We give you the glory because this is the heritage of Israel. And this is the heritage of your children. We thank you for all things. We do honor your holy name in the mighty name of Jesus. And the church said, amen. amen. All right, we're over in Matthew. Uh, uh, huh? Yeah. Matthew 12. All right. Come on with it, Brother Shane. Now we're going to have our teacher do the reading here for us. Oh, oops. Praise now. God. The first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? Mm -hmm. And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. Mm -hmm. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now, when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve. See, we know Jesus is already here with us because the even has come. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Y'all understand what an honor and a privilege it is to sit here and to eat this Passover again with the king? I mean, I count every Passover as a blessing, a sincere blessing. See, the world, they do this thing, and we ain't worried about them, but they have, they have no understanding of the reason why we're here tonight. Hallelujah. So I bless his holy name. I thank God for the sacrifice, the atonement and reconciling us back to him. Hallelujah. I really do. I mean, I mean let's go on because I'll start. I'll, I'll get to beside myself, boy. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. Mm -hmm. And they were exceeding sorrowful and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said. See, I ain't got to worry about that because ain't nobody here going to betray the Lord. Amen. Hmm? Ain't nobody here going to betray the Lord. That's why we serve the Lord all year long with fervency and zeal. What a blessing it is to have peace of mind. Huh? What a blessing it is. What a blessing it is to not have fear of death. The Bible said people are subject all their lifetime to that stuff, and we don't have no fear of death. I can remember going back young, being scared to die and stuff. Now, it make me forget you. You got to come better than that now. They're going to do promote me at a young age. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Isn't that a blessing? See what it's so much he's delivered us from? He's given us healing, and just like Sister Barb said, I mean, look what he's done just over this past year just in the healing ministry. The knowledge of it and stuff. He, he just continually keep giving us a little more here, a little more there, a little more here, a little more. It's a blessing, isn't it? Come on with it, brother Shane. And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him, but woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. And you know, brothers and sisters, nobody here, but there's a lot of people every year that betray the Son of Man. And y'all hear how I said, 
You know, the devil's so cunning, he'll come up with any kind of excuse. It makes no difference. The, the ideal is that that's just betrayal and that is in the heart. Don't y'all betray Jesus. He would never do that for you. Hallelujah. Y'all understand that? Y'all understand that, that that was the father in that body. Y'all get that? The king of the universe. The one who made you and me. And when we are finished, when God is finished with this time right here, the only, the only savior we're ever going to see, and there's only one, is going to be in that resurrected body of Jesus. Y'all understand that? Y'all get that? Give it to his, to his wife, to your mama. Y'all understand that? Because God is a spirit. And he had to prepare himself a body. Y'all get that, right? He had to prepare himself a body. And he put his spirit into that body. And Jesus was the express image of God. Y'all understand that? Hallelujah. That's deep. And he limited himself. See, because it would have been easy for him to come down here and just to live with no sin. You follow me? But what he, the Bible said he was subject to the same like passions as we are. And you know what he did? When he, every strike that he took, he took it for every disease that man could ever suffer. And every time they hit him and they, they drew blood from his body from a strike, that gave us access to go to him to get healed. That's why the scripture says, and by his stripes, we are healed. And when he well, hung on that tree, the Bible says that the Lord, the Father, laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Y'all understand that kind of talk? That means everything that the devil tries to use to defeat you with, Jesus bore it. And what he did when he was on that cross, he gave every single one of us access to forgiveness of sins so that the Father could receive us. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no remissions of sins. Y'all understand that? You ever had anything you need to be forgiven of? Now we can say thank you, Jesus. I can. We're redeemed and justified. And declared righteous because of what he did for us. All we have to do is accept it, apply it, walk herein and through it. Amen. And we see when you know you're clean, you walk clean. Amen. You ain't going to worry about no man trying to condemn you. Because how is a dirty man going to condemn a clean man? And we're clean by the blood of Jesus. We're washed by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Come on with it, Brother Shane. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. So don't ever betray Jesus because he would never do it to you. Come on with it. Then Judas, which betrayed him, mm -hmm. answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. All right. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we are here tonight partaking of the body of Christ. That's what you say, do this often and remember me. And this bread that is unleavened here, we bless it. And we ask your blessings upon this, Father, the yield of this earth as Christ was broken for us, bruised for us, Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that this bread right here, as we break it and ask your blessings upon it, that it would be applied to every single one of us for forgiveness of sins, to be broken from sin in Jesus' name. Pass it on. Ain't God good? She's human, isn't she? Thank you for your blessings upon this Father. You deserve the body of Jesus Christ. Eat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he took the cup. And gave thanks and gave it to them. Thank saved. you, Father, for this blood, the vine. Hallelujah. That Christ said that he is not going to drink it with us again until he drink it with us new into his kingdom. And we look forward to the time to sit down with Christ new in the new Jerusalem, in the kingdom, at the marriage supper of the Lamb. We bless you. So, Father, we bless this right now in the mighty name of Jesus Symbolic for the forgiveness of sin. We're washed, we're clean, and we're made whole. Thank you, Father, for your sacrifice, for reconciling us and atoning for us. In Jesus' mighty name. Drink ye all of it. Mm -hmm. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many. For the remission of sin. For the what? Remission for the sin. remissions of sin. Drink all of it. If you got it in your cup, all of it. Praise God. Read on, brother. But I say unto you, 
I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Hallelujah. And when they had sung a hymn, Psalms 121 again, they went out into the Mount of Olives. See, they went out to the Mount of Olives, and isn't this amazing how fitting this psalm is? Amen. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore from this time forth and even forevermore Hallelujah. Let's go over here. To, um, all right. Now, brothers and sisters, we're going to turn over to uh, John, the 13th chapter, and we're going to see the reason why we wash one another's feet. Because I tell you one thing, I, I want Christ not only my feet, but my head. Amen. Hallelujah. My hands, everything. Come on with it, brother. <laughs> Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that mm -hmm. he should depart out of this world mm -hmm. unto the Father, having loved his own that were in the world. Now, hold on. Having did what? Loved. His Love who? His own. Having loved who? His own. Having loved who? His own. One more time. His own. Again. His own. Again. His own. One more time. His own. One more time. His own. One more time. His own. Glory to the King. Having loved his own. Don't just jump off the script. Everywhere. Just come on. It's really just pow. Hit you right in the face every time. Amen. Having loved his own. Praise God. 
Read on. He loved them unto the end. Loved us to the end. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot. So I supper know. being ended, right? Read on. Heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to mm -hmm. betray him. Mm -hmm. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God, he rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet. You know, I'm glad to see you. I really am glad to see you, especially... Uh, you know, see, uh, Chuck and Lydia and and uh, Hannah and Joel and them, they've been around, associated, they've been around, um, and they come every single chance they can get, Hannah and Joel do and stuff. But they, they grew up in this way. And the devil hadn't got them. Hmm? They're reading their word, fearing God as they get older. I mean that's a beauty, brother and sister. Huh? They got they they'll tell you they but you don't need you don't need to know nothing about it. But they'll tell you, boy, they've had their share of strikes, but the Lord has always been there with them. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. And that's why I could say it's an honor and a privilege to to sit up and see that after everything that and all the trials and tribulations that life throw at you and bring to you, yet and still we still hold on to God's unchanging hand. And I even know how much we act a fool, he's still there. That's long suffering. Hallelujah. That, you can't help but to love God. Huh? Keep your sound in mind. Bless his holy name. Huh? Bless his holy name. Now you see the reason why we got to serve him? I mean, because of love, we ain't got no choice but to. I mean, I ain't found nobody who can love me better than that. <laughs> I'm telling you, they'll tell you too. It's an honor and privilege to be a parent and watch your children um, turn out better than you did at that age. So, amen, instruct your children, brothers and sisters. I mean, that's what parents live for. I mean, I got confidence that something happened to me that they will go on with God. Hallelujah. That's a beauty right there. Hmm? And because if I'm in glory and you finally get there, I say, nice seeing you. And I'll con continue on with my job that I said I was going to do for a while. And y'all know what that is, don't you? Running back and forth in front of that throne. I said, how are you going to do that? Because I never get tired. Hallelujah. 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 Giving thanks. <laughs> Glory to the king. Hallelujah. Come on, brother. Sing. And to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Uh-huh. Then cometh he to Simon Peter. And I want to see everybody in the kingdom here. Amen. Everybody. It's going to be worth it all, brother and sister. People have come and gone. The graveyards testify that. Hallelujah. But we got to hope we're going to rise again. Amen. I believe that. With all my heart, soul, and mind. If I didn't think I was going to rise again, I wouldn't be here tonight. Hmm? I'm telling you, I wouldn't be here tonight. I know I'm going to rise again. Right after the tribulation. Mm -hmm. And if I'm alive, I'm going to rise still. Hallelujah. And you're going to rise. Keep, keep faith, keep hoping to the end. Hallelujah. 
Come on with it. And Peter saith unto him. What did he say? Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Man, would y'all want Jesus to wash your feet? Yes, sir. Yeah, see, we got hindsight. Everybody, we'd be glad. Yeah, Jesus, come on, wash my feet, Lord. Because uh, we'd have been there and done the same thing. Oh, oh Lord. Because we look at, oh, Lord. I mean, even now, believe it or not, if he walked right through that door in the bodily form, we'd be like, oh, Lord. Oh, my. Oh, my. This concrete may not stand a chance with all the people trying to get underneath it. Hallelujah. Boy, he's holy. Somebody think, oh, who are you talking about? I'm talking about the one I can feel in my soul. That's who I'm talking about. Amen. He gives us so many blessings, don't he? That's a blessing. You better believe it is. Come on. Jesus answered and said unto What'd he him, say? What I do, thou knowest not now. Uh-huh. But thou shalt know hereafter. You're going to know after. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. <laughs> Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. You think that motivate Peter to change his mind? <laughs> what would what, you say? Oh, wait a minute now. Yeah, huh? You know, Peter was so appreciative of what the master did that when it came time for him to lay down his life, to give it up and stuff, he told the people, I don't even want to be crucified in the same manner. I'm not even worthy to be crucified upright. Hang me upside down. That is extreme love. You think you understood? That's extreme love. Help us to understand, Father. Come on with it. Y'all see the reason why we we, we, we we just head down straight forward, going to the kingdom. Come on with it. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Amen. Jesus saith unto him, he that is washed, Needeth not save to wash his feet. Isn't that amazing how so many people are already so-called righteous, so-called cleansed, so-called holy, and they don't need the blood of Jesus. And yet and still, I need it every, every time I get a chance. I mean, that, if you don't watch, you listen how people talk. They would actually look at you and talk to you as if they are perfect and already arrived. These are the people that never repent for sin, never turn from their wicked ways, Never do, and continue on it, but yet they will judge you without any compunction whatsoever at all. And here we are saying, well, my God, if it apply, I need the blood of Jesus. If it don't apply, I still need the blood of Jesus. But you have to watch out what that motivation is. What is that motivation? You know, Christ, he'd want to make sure he, after um, he, 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 um, Loved his own that was in the world. Amen. Loved his own. Because he knew what we was going to go through. And he knew we were going to need him. And that's the reason why you see us here year after year after year after year. Because you know what? We know that, that Christ is true to his promise. When he said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. I can tell you the truth, brother, so that he has never left me. He has never forsaken me. 
Huh? I'm telling with somebody like that, brother, that's integrity. Huh? That, that's, that's integrity, brother. That's honor. That's discipline. I ain't got no problem serving him. Come on with it. Amen. Read on. But it's clean every whit. Mm-hmm. And ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore, said he, you are not all clean. See, I ain't got no nothing in my spirit and mind around here about nobody going to betray Christ. Whew. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. Read on. So after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done unto you? Mm-hmm. You call me Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. Mm-hmm. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, what we should do? Ye also ought to wash one another. Hallelujah. For I have given you an example mm -hmm. that ye should do as I have done to you. Uh huh. Verily, verily, I say unto you, yeah. the servant is not greater than his Lord. Anybody here greater than the Lord? No. Not me. Come on. Neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. Mm. That means Jesus is not greater than the Father. Come on, out here, O Israel. The Lord our God is what? One. There's only one. Come on with it. If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. That's why I'm happy. Come on. Because we know these things. Anybody sad here tonight? No. No, I'm not sad. I'm happy. Hallelujah. Because I know these things. You know these things? I know these things. You know these things? Yes, sir. I know these things. Come on with it. I speak not of you all. It had to be the North night. Lord, even help us play a little better. I mean, I'm telling the truth, brother. Praise God. Come on with it. Even the anointing for the Holy Spirit. Come on. I know whom I have chosen. You hear that? Amen. He know what? Whom I have chosen. He, he, who he what? Has chosen. Again? Has chosen. You understand that, right? Has he given you his Holy Spirit? Do you keep his commandments? Yes, he said, I know what? Amen. He know who he has chosen. He said, I know who I've chosen. You got his Holy Spirit? You keep his commandments? He said, I know who? Who he has chosen. My, my, my. Get Ezekiel 36 right there. Isn't that something? Ezekiel 36. What in the world? He know, he know who he has chosen. Ooh, boy. Y'all get that? That means he chosen you too. That means he chosen you. And he know that he has chosen you. Because remember, he's the same one that said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Isn't that something? Boy, that's good. I like that, brother. I'm sorry, brother. I, I just get, get excited, brother. You know, I'm just, I really do, man. I did stuff like that, brother. You think you mean the, the king of the universe, the one who made all this, chose me, Amen. chose you? And yes, sir. I wouldn't have picked you. Me neither. You mean, <laughs> <laughs> glory to the king. 
Must Stallings, all these years, he knew who he had chosen. Amen. As Mother Stallings, has he been faithful? Has he been faithful, Mother Stallings? Hallelujah. Huh? Come on with it, brother. Read, 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 Brother Shane. But that the scripture may be fulfilled. Uh-huh. He that eateth bread with me hath lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it come, that when it is come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I send, receiveth me. What, what, wait a minute. He that receiveth what? Whomsoever, whosoever he what? So he said, whosoever receiveth, read that again, brother. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I see. Ah, y'all know the reason why we're all sitting here. Y'all sitting here because y'all received who Christ sent. Y'all understand that? We're all sitting here is because, y'all. You know, we're all sitting here because y'all received me. Y'all know I'm too dumb to go by myself. Y'all ain't fooling me. Y'all know that. Read that again. I say unto you. What did Jesus say? He that receiveth whomsoever I send. Whosoever he sinned. He didn't just limit it to the apostles, did he? No, no. Whosoever he sinned, read on. Receiveth me. Receiveth Christ. Amen. Come on. And he that receiveth me. Uh-huh. Receiveth him that sent me. That's the Father. Amen. Isn't that something? <laughs> And you wouldn't believe how many people you ministered to, who you preached to, who you talked to. They received you, then they received Christ, and they received the Father. Amen. Isn't that wonderful how it worked? Yes. Let me tell you about this family thing. See, when, when he says don't go and get your family for the supper and stuff like that, you know why? Because he expects your family to already be with you. Amen. See, a lot of times people think I'm coming out on family because they're so bad. But see, you know if your family with you or not. Amen. You don't have to tell your family because they'll already be there with you. If they're your family. Yes. Amen. That's why you got to be born again of the water and of the spirit. Come on, Ezekiel. 36, start at verse 22. Therefore, say unto the house of Israel, mm -hmm. Thus saith the Lord God, I do not this for your sakes, O house of Israel, but for mine holy name's sake. He's doing all this for his holy name's sake. He's put his name in you, but he's doing it for you and his name more than anything. He's saving you, and he's doing, he's saving you for his name's sake. Because of covenant agreement that he made with our fathers. Read on. Which ye have profaned among the heathen, mm -hmm. whither ye went. And I will sanctify my great name, which is profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God. How many times we all profane the name of Christ amongst the heathen because of our behavior and action the way we were? Amen. He said, it's all right. I got some for you. I'm going to sanctify you. I'm going to set you apart. Amen. I'm going to clean you up. I'm going to do it for my name's sake. Come on with it. When I shall be sanctified in you before uh -huh. their eyes. Before their eyes. Come on. For I will take you from among the heathen. He going to take us from a what? The heathen. Did we not come from among the heathen? Yes, absolutely. I did. I was one of the chief heathens. <laughs> I know he took me from the heathen. Come on. And gather you out of all countries. Gather you out of all countries. Y'all understand this, Israel? He's not doing this by happenstance. He strategically and carefully chose us and picked each one of us. You better get that through your heads. Come on. And we'll bring you into your own land. Bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you. Hallelujah. And ye shall be clean. Baptism. Come on. 
from all your filthiness, uh -huh. and from all your idols mm -hmm. will I cleanse you. All idols gone, isn't he? Yeah. Read on. A new heart also will I give a you. A new heart. And a new spirit will a I new spirit. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. Mm -hmm. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Yes. And I will put my spirit within you and uh -huh. cause you to wait, walk in my statues. Mm -hmm. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. He's going to put a spirit and cause us to walk in his statues. See, we're, some of us, man, well, I don't even know, man. We, know, we just love God. We're just going to do it. Come on. And ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank the Father for that. Yes, sir. So at this time, sisters, y'all go ahead and go back there. Um, Chuck, did you pour some water over Okay. And y'all go ahead and y'all wash the feet back there, and we're going to start up here. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
He said, I don't even know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah man, we're old school. That's a spirit you don't know. That's a spirit you don't know, huh? You just made it up, huh? Okay. <laughs> shut-in fast this year. Need more power. Hallelujah. We're instituting a lot of good stuff. We used to do. I told a lady about me and bro saying going on four, five-day fast and stuff like that. She looked at me like, what? Y'all did what? Yeah, four, five-day fast. No food, no what? Oh, wait a minute. Who are y'all like crazy? What she said. <laughs> I did a seven day fast one time to slave. So you didn't fast for no seven days. You didn't be dead. See, the reason why she's saying it is because she didn't do it. Let's give the Lord Jesus a wonderful hand praise. Because the Bible does say, clap your hands unto the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Blessed be this holy name. Hallelujah. We bless his holy name. We thank the Father for the blood. Amen. Father, we do thank you for this Passover here in the year of our Lord. We humbly ask and request, Father. And we're, it is an honest request. You, you know the desires. You see the desires of our heart. We truly desire more knowledge, more power, more strength, more closeness, and more oneness. We want to be holy. Look into us. Look at our heart. You know our heart. Reveal it. Show us our own hearts, Father, so that we don't have anything to get in the way of our love for you. We bless you for allowing us to see another year. We thank you for the beginning of months, and, and as you have set appointed times throughout the year, Father, for us to gather together in your name and to meet, we look forward to those days. Father, help us by the power of the Holy Spirit, which is our help to encourage us each and every day that we always keep your word, what Jesus has done, the memory of what he has done ever in our minds so we can be appreciative and serve you with true honor and true glory. <clears throat> Watch over the people who are traveling on the roads tonight, those that are getting back on the road tomorrow. We thank you for bringing your people, your chosen people here, the ones who flew here. We thank you, Father, for bringing them here safely. We do ask in the name of Jesus for a safe return. Father, so we continue being the witnesses that you call us to be. We bless your holy name. We give you the glory for all things. And the church said, thank you, Jesus. Bless y'all. Thank, I thank the Father for another Passover. Hallelujah. Somebody make sure y'all get Mother Stalin's home now, okay? Bless the name of Jesus. I tell you, man, it's going to be a long time before we see Mother Stalin. Thank <laughs> you.